like an eternity ago since we sat down and done an episode of Keeping It Real with Chuck Looney and the Big Fella. And I know that our loyal fan base of 34 <laughs> would be pumped that the boys are back. I shouldn't say that. We've got a great fan base. We love each and every one of you, that is for sure. And uh, welcome back to Episode 3, Season 2, and I've just labelled this one the Manu Hub Cricket Club, and I'm going to get the boys on the phone, starting off with this well, man. Now, Sactus Sarker Coach, Sactus St Kilda Runner, Sactus Mornington Cricket Club Coach, we say a very good evening to the great man, Darren Chuck Sarker. Barry, how are you, big fella? Well, to be honest, I was hoping that the podcast might have given me the sack as well, because that would have been the clean sweep. <laughs> uh, got the sack from Manu Cricket Club, didn't get the invitation did the right thing, went to the Mornington Cricket Club presentation night and wasn't that an absolute hoot for the sack coach. I mean, <laughs> that's what you want to do. You want to go to the presentation night and get up and speak and they're all looking at you saying, can you just piss off? Mm. Uh, but it's good to be back on the podcast and I look forward to hearing from you guys because I have not heard a report from Manu. We need to talk golf with Mark Leishman. We need to talk Shield Finals. Uh, we need to talk retirements. We, let's get started. Yeah, going to be a big show. Let's talk on the phone. Ah, Timmy Ludeman, of course, uh, former South Australian cricketer, uh, Adelaide Strikers, Melbourne Renegades. You name it, he's done it. And uh, well, you can put Manu Cricket Club superstar down to the uh, the resume now. We say a very good <laughs> evening to the great man Timmy Ludeman. How are you, Ludy? A uh, big fella, similar to Chuck. You could probably say I was sacked from all those as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sacked good to be back. Blokes. Hey, honestly though, Chuck, uh, before we get to Manu, and, and you did, you, you were keen to get up there, but you'd done the right thing, mate. Even though you got the the ass from uh, the Mornington Cricket Club. Oh, you you called you called time down there. I shouldn't say that. Um, and, and you got the boys relegated first time in 180 years. All that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yep. But uh, how um. How how was everything, mate? Like a wash up from that podcast. There would have been a few of the the morning the boys would have tuned in. What what was the uh, what was the feedback, mate? Yeah, no. Well, we had uh, thirty four listeners for the podcast before I left Mornington Creek Club, and I think we've now got about thirteen. So, uh, the twenty one loyal Mornington crew that stayed on whilst I was there, we've dropped them off. So, I'm hoping after tonight that the Manu Cricket Club might add up that twenty one. Look, it wasn't a bad night, to be honest. Presentation night and uh, a little bit of sadness to shake a few hands. But another chapter. Uh, one door closes. And uh, in my life, uh, another one closes. Mm. Well, it's supposed to be another one opens, isn't it? Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I did really enjoy uh, the last week or so doing a bit of work up in Brisbane. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. The Sheffield Shield final. It was great to be part of the Fox Sports commentary team with a couple of legends up there. and caught up with a couple of old friends of uh, both Tim Ludeman's and myself. 
Awesome, mate. Awesome. Ludie, uh, take us back. It was, uh, what was it, three weeks, four weeks ago now, uh, the Manu Hub, uh, three weeks ago, I think it was, the week before Easter, uh, went up there and played a... Uh, a 2020 cricket game, and in Chuck's absence, uh, we had to kind of get a late recruit, mate. Uh, just talk us through that. Yes, yeah, with the uh, the late sub out of Chuck, we had to find someone to fill in, and I thought, well, why not go from one massive melon to another massive melon? <laughs> and we managed to get Andrew Ronnie McDonald come in, former Test cricketer, Victorian cricketer, and Australian assistant coach. <laughs> Stepped up to the plate and uh, he came down to Manu and had a bit of fun and, um, well, more than a bit of fun. Um, the trip down to start with was interesting and then the game itself, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that. And then the post-match celebrations, um, it was like we won a premiership in football and cricket in the same year and the Masters at the same time. It was a big one. <laughs> and, and, how yeah. long did it take, big fella? No. So how long did it take to drive to Manu? Like, it's it was, not around the corner. So you no, made it a was, big effort. It was both. nearly three hours for me. Uh, uh, and, and I must admit, I drove in. I, I'd been worded up. Uh, don't expect too much at Manu. Uh, and uh, it was a little bit dry. Uh, and I, I got there early because, you know, what the memo, Chuck, was, you know, you had to be here by a certain time uh, and all yep. that kind of stuff. So I got there well and truly by the time I was meant to be there. I kind of rushed around and, uh, you know, got myself sorted. No one there? And Well, I pulled in and, uh, you know, didn't know anyone there. I was kind of just rocking up blind. And... Uh, I'll just, I'll just take a step back because I was a bit peckish, actually, and I thought, I'll wait till I get to Manu. There'll be a general store there, and I'll be able to get a drink and, uh, and something to eat. Anyway, <laughs> there was nothing. nothing. There was a, no, nothing there, but a little nothing. one little shop with a little sign out the front that looked like it was from 1947, uh, and it was like a little odds and ends shop, um, like little, I don't know, antiques and stuff, and uh, they had a little little fridge in the corner. It'd be about a foot and a half high, and uh, I managed to scrounge up a, a little can of Coke that looked like it had sat in there since 1947, and two Freddo frogs um, for the big fella. That was, that was it. That was me lunch. I, I, bypassed, I bypassed KFC at Ararat, and stall, um, you know, because I, I, well, I thought I was, I thought I was charged. I thought I was, I was struggling to get there on time. So then I pull into the ground, Saka, and uh, I'm sitting there having my Two Freddo frogs and my lukewarm kind of coke. <laughs> That's blowing that sort of carbohydrate loading, <laughs> blowing the dust off the top of the can too, like it was caked in dust. Anyway, I rang, I rang Looney and uh, Roddy, and I, I said, uh, "Hey boys," I said, uh, "Where are you guys situated?" And uh, the response, Chuck from Looney was. Oh, we're just in the uh, Ararat KFC drive-through, <laughs> so they're still an hour away. And I said, well, "What am I going to do for like, you know?" I said, "They're kind of getting warmed up here." I said, "Like they're keen to play the game." Anyway, they had to hold the game for for an hour, and uh, and had to, had to wait for the cavalry to arrive. Chuck, like it was, I, I, I actually had a snooze. I, I rolled the chair back. And I had a little bit of a nana nap. I put the races on and just sat back and had a bit of a breather. The boys bring a couple of chicken drumsticks with them for you or not? Brought nothing, mate. But Chuck, <laughs> Chuck, you want to hear it now, Ludie? I'm going to let you let you just explain that. Yeah, like if you if you're the coach of the or assistant coach of the Australian cricket team and you've you've coached the Renegades, like you you've earned a bit of coin over the journey. Like he's played for Australia as Roddy, and uh, you know, like you'd think you'd have a car that. 
Yeah, half goes not, <laughs> not too bad. Like, Ludy, what happened, mate? Like, what? Why didn't you get there on time? Uh, it started off well, um, to be honest. I said to Ronnie, pick me up at quarter to eleven, and he rolled in at quarter past eleven. So that was the start of the day. <laughs> but we got we got halfway between Bannockburn to Gipton, and uh, that's probably an hour between those two. And Ronnie's petrol light comes on. And Ronnie said, "Oh shit, I didn't get any petrol." I said, well, the next mm. petrol station's at least an hour and a half away. I said, you're not going to make it, mate. We're going to have to turn around and go back. Oh. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, there'll be something. I said, no, mate, you need to turn around right now. So we turn around. So that added 20 minutes on. So we're running 20 minutes late, plus the half an hour at the start. Yeah. Then we get going again, and we're feeling them flying, trying to make up time. And next thing, you're right, Ronnie has earned a bit of cash over the journey, no doubt about it. And he does drive a nice car. It's a nice Range Rover. <laughs> We're, 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 well, it was a nice Range Rover. We're, we're driving along. The next thing, a side panel off the car falls off. <laughs> what? And comes loose. Comes loose. Flapping. Starts flapping in the wind. So we're driving along, and this thing's flapping, and Ronnie's going, "What is going on?" <laughs> in the, br- the Range Rover suck. That's all it is. A... On the Range, on the late model Range Rover. Wouldn't happen in the Warrior, mate. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and he's cursing me, saying, every time I catch up with you, something bad happens. I never want to see you again, before the trip's even started. So that was good. So we're driving along. Ronnie's got his car driver window down, holding the panel on with his hand. So I can't talk, I can't talk to him because the wind's that loud coming through the window. And in the end, I said, Ronnie, you need to do something about this. Surely you got some tape or something like that. So he pulled over. Stopped down the front of this house in a driveway, and we found some some ankle tape in the back. So we're taping this panel on to the rangey. This is our Australian tape. cricket vice captain, uh, assistant coach. It gets better though. Anyway, that that's happened. We've taped it up. This Range Rover's got at least seven or eight meters worth of tape on it, streaming down the freeway. Get going again for another twenty minutes. It falls off again. Starts flapping. So we pull over in another driveway. And as we're sitting there, this dog comes out on the main freeway, starts barking and carrying on. Anyway, there's a car coming. So I grabbed the dog by the collar, pulled off the road, almost got hit by a car, and then let it go because there's no cars coming and the lady was coming out to get it. Anyway, she comes and grabs it, the owner, standing there, holding this dog by the collar, talking to me, standing in the middle of the road. And while I'm trying to patch up the tape again, and this bloody, this, this, this lady just standing there, and there's a truck coming, like a tanker truck, proper truck. She's not looking, and I turn around, there's a bit, she's 200 metres away. I said, love, you better get off the road, or you're going to get hit by a truck. So literally, missed her, missed her by bugger all, 50 metres, I reckon. She had no idea what was going on. So, so we've, the cars fell apart, we've saved the dog's no. life, and a lady nearly died. Um, but we got a horror show. No, nah, Chuck, but honestly, it was a horror show, mate. So we haven't... Yeah, we haven't started off real well, to be honest. And and, and then and then I find out, Sark, so we, you know, I walk over, I meet a few of the boys and that, you know, and hey, going, guys, you know, yeah, this is great. I said, oh, who are we playing? They said, oh, this is Sonarnard, you know. They, I said, oh, what are they like? And they said, oh, well, they won the flag, you know. And, and to be honest, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd watch them from the car, from my little vantage point, and I thought, gee whiz, a couple of these look sharp enough, like... This is uh, this will be interesting. Well, they're, they're warming up. I didn't think you'd be warming up in such a little mate, sort of uh, country town hospitable event, mate. This was like a full on. This was a full on grudge match, mate. No mistake about it. And they've kind of 
we had a beer warm up though, didn't we? We took it pretty seriously. We, we had a beer warm up, and anyway, we've lost the toss, and they've <laughs> sent us in. And and the boys, you know, like, geez, I'm 44, Saka, and I haven't played cricket, you know, for 20 years probably. You know, like I, I've had a bit of a bash in the nets. It's about as much as I've done. And uh, Ronnie, and Ronnie's a ripping fellow, must. The first time I met him, he is an absolute beauty. And uh, anyway, Ronnie and Ludie kind of look at me, and 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 Langy, who's the skipper from from uh, Mardu, he's like the, the local legend, the gun footballer and just all around good guy, Langy. He goes, so you may as well open up. And Ludie's kind of looking at me going, you may as well open up. And, and I kind of thought, well, no. <laughs> We've got two, two, state cricketers, two state cricketers here. Maybe one of them could take the honour. Correct. And, and you know what else I kind of, I forgot about Chuck. <laughs> and this is a rookie mistake, but I didn't wear jocks. And I, I thought to myself, I can't go out there without without a box on. Like I'm not, you know. Like I can't, I've got to, I've got to wear a box. So these, you know. Anyway, I, I just kind of played it down and said, oh, "Look, I'm right, boys. I'll come in about, I don't know, five or six. That'll do me." So, Ludy puts the hand up, Chuck. He, he quickly walked past me though before that. Whispered to me and said, "Ludy, you need to help me out here, big big guy, because uh, I've got no jocks on." <laughs> What sort of operation, Ludy? Well, what sort of operation are we running to turn up to a cricket match nude? I mean, what? I mean, what? Played for a long time, like I haven't. I just, what, and you don't understand to play cricket, you have got to wear underwear. Well, I didn't. I just didn't give it a thought, and I was in a rush to get there on time. Right. You know, like it, it was. It was pretty busy. You know, like I said, they get going. And like, anyway, Ludy, put the hand up, Chuck. And uh, fair to say, I'm glad he did because uh, him and Langy went out and uh, Ludy caught one st- straight on the hip early. This bloke was steaming in. I shit you not. He was steaming in from 30 metres on the run-up and he was putting them on a good length. Brand new white pill. And, and Ludy, he was sharp. And, and I'm thinking, this bloke ain't from St. Arnold. Like, this is... This can't be right. Like I've, you know, he bowls better than anyone I've seen down here in the district, the WDCA. <laughs> he, uh, he nipped one back straight into my ribcage, Saka, early on, and I had a bruise for about two weeks because I hadn't played cricket for a while. Um, are we like, on he was turf, nippy enough. Turf Ludy, or are we no, on the hard, no, hard, no, no, hard wicket? Hard wicket. Hard wicket. Yep. So yep. Ludy's no, caught please. one. He's caught one early, and I thought, oh, this would be interesting, yeah, because I knew. I thought, oh, Jesus, that's. And Ronnie kind of looked at me and he goes. This bloke's fairly sharp. <laughs> I'm thinking, fuck, I'm glad I didn't go in. <laughs> Too sharp for me without the bit on. <laughs> oh, definitely. Anyway, next ball, Ludy thought, I've had nothing. So he smacked him back over his head for four. And I thought, good for you, Tim. Like, this is, you know, you're not going to put up with any shit here today. This is good. Right? Next ball, next ball, Saga. He's trying to go. He's trying to go again, and the ball's skied right. And I, I'm not telling you Straight a lie. Like if 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 you were watching this game and you saw this catch, you'd be thinking you were watching a big bash game. It was one of the best catches I've ever ever seen in my life, Ludy. And I'm not just saying that. It was a cracker, wasn't it? No, it was dead set the greatest catch I've ever been out on in my whole career. <laughs> I hit it up in the air. The wind was blowing an absolute gale away from the fellas. That cover, and he's running back towards the fence, Saka. And I just thought of my own head, well, he's no chance of catching that. There's professional cricketers who wouldn't get near that one. And, uh, yep. and he's somehow dove, twisted himself upside down with his palm facing the, the the sky, and he's caught it in two fingers. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was, it was, it was the greatest catch I I've hope, ever seen. 
I hope the drug testers are up there for the Sonata Trio Club. So far, what I'm hearing is they've loaded the team. Mate, mate, we're one for four off about three or four balls, right? And, I'm, and Benjamin Button's dust. He's, he's, he's done. gone, mate. The big gun recruit that we thought was going to smack 60 or something. He's, he's done, right? Langy, Langy smacks one uh, or two around. He's gone, right? So we're two for two for probably eight. Do you reckon, Ludie? Let, let, let's, just, let's just say the same other boys took the game a lot more seriously than we thought it was going to be for a charity match. And, and mate, I'm telling you, the opening bowler, <laughs> he was quick and he was moving a four-piece around like, yeah, like I haven't seen before, to be honest. I thought, I don't, I don't know. know. Where's the Australian assistant coach with the red curly hair? Should have been <laughs> McDonald's instead of KFC. The well, man that's been sun, sun baking in a fridge for 10 years. Did he come out or not? No, he did. He come out. What did he come for? He came out of four, Ludie? Yeah, he Stylish. came out of four. Stylish. Mate, he came out right. And he, he admittedly, he put his hand up and he said, right, hey, big fella, Ludeman gone. Looked at me, no box. Thought, Jesus. You know, looked around at a couple of the other boys and thought, shit, I'm going to have to do something here. So he went out and he faced, he faced, he faced a few, didn't he? Like he, he didn't look yeah, comfortable. Yeah, ten balls, I suppose. He faced a few. He would have made, what, six? No, I think he made seven or eight. Seven or eight off ten, right? Gone. He caught one too, I think, up, up around the rib area, didn't he, Looney? Like, he did, he did. And, uh, <laughs> and all I'm thinking is... You know, like how many how many overs is this this little quick going to bowl? You know, like he's only allowed four, so I'm kind of counting the overs and the balls, Chuck, and I'm thinking just bowl him out, boys, because uh, you know, looking around the field, I thought hmm, I think I could take to a few of these a little bit later on. So we're in trouble. What were we? We were three for then, three for about seven or eight, fifteen probably. Yeah, twenty. In in all sorts of trouble. Couple more of the Manu boys go in. They make stuff. And I'm not telling a lie. From classic Ronnie catches. got out to a hanger as well, though. It Ronnie was unbelievable. They were catching yeah. everything, Chuck. Like you know, like, it was just amazing fielding. You, you, you seriously would have been thinking you were tuning into a friggin' big bash clash. That's how good their fielding was. And, and I was shaking my head anyway. Ludie kind of when he came off, he goes, "Listen," he said, "You can wear my box." He said, "It's a strap on," and. Uh, <laughs> It kind of got me excited. It's a strap on. I said, when I I heard that, Chuck, I kind of got a bit... I was actually thinking... (laughs) It's a jock strap. Is this a new little... New little ploy in the cricket rooms the boys have been using or something like a little jock strap. Right anyway, on. I I thought right, I'm just going to put it over the top of the whites, you know, like just and I so I put I put the strap over the top of the whites of the box, and the uh, the thigh guard the same. I didn't put it down underneath. I thought I'll just you this know is vintage country stuff. This you're going to tell me you're really really tucked t- into your pants as well? No, I didn't. I didn't really. do that. I didn't do that. But and I I think I even I, I, I'm a left hander, so I even just grabbed the right handed pad. Right out of thigh guard and just oh, I thought I'll just go out there and I think Bernard I would have been thinking, what on earth is this Muppet doing? Mate, they were. Weren't they, Ludie? Yep. There was a few little giggles. Uh, and... They were until your first scoring shot, and then they thought this bloke can seriously play. This and... is Ludum the McDonald rolled into one. And and this is no joke, Chuck, right? We were in dire straight. Five for five for Ludie when I come in. Five for yeah, thirty yeah. or something. And Don't tell me yep. you've saved the day, big fellow. Ever you played one of those I inspirational have... quick fire? But the old mate up the other room. What was his name? I should remember it. I feel terrible. He was fantastic. Um, he, he whacked him. 
he's just started to get his eye in it. And I said, listen, I said, let's just uh, hang around for a bit here and just get ourselves into a bit of a bit of play. So first ball comes in, Chuck, and uh, I had been doing a little bit in the nets leading up to the game. I thought, I don't want to embarrass myself here, even though we're in the box on the outside, uh, which was pretty embarrassing in itself. And... Uh, just a slice one, wasn't it? Just a beautiful cut shot, Ludie. I think for four, just to uh, to kick off the scoring proceedings. And uh, big fellas away. And what were the the crowd of what fifteen thousand or so? Were they roaring at this stage in Manu? Mate, they were drinking piss was, and eating crayfish and had no idea what was going on in the cricket. There was <laughs> yeah. genuinely probably three hundred people there. I reckon. Yeah, it, it was, was a bloody good turnout. To be fair, it was day a out, day big setup. Amazing setup, like white picket fence. Yeah, I just it's unbelievable. Anyway, State Chuck, of the art new pavilion. Chuck, the big fella just took control of the game, mate. Just smacking around a few fours, a six. Uh, Ludie, is this true? Is this behaviour true? Did, <laughs> I can confirm that the big fella did have a day out. Um, I don't think it'll ever happen again, but he whacked them. <laughs> and uh, he hit a beautiful, massive bomb with the TNF stick. He's at one a mile. Probably biggest hit of the day, actually. It was a beauty. Just a rank full toss from one of the... So we've boys. gone up there. You, you boys have flown the flag for the podcast. <laughs> we've taken the Australian assistant coach. Yeah, right, mad quick who's run. clearly been a disaster on the way up. Yeah. Uh, yep. He's failed to fire a shot. We've got Benjamin Button, opening batter, scored 90 runs for the strikers off about 18 <laughs> balls one night, the Adelaide Oval. Send them into orbit. He's given some excuse about a good Fail. catch. He's on his way for for, for four. Mm. Yeah. And you're telling me <clears throat> the big fat slug from bloody Warnable <laughs> with the box on the outside. And the thigh Has saved the day. I have saved the day, mate. <laughs> what do we put on, Looney? Me and uh, me and, and, and our old mate, he was, he was fantastic. We would have put on 70 or 80. Uh, it would have been sixty to seventy, yeah. Bloody ass. Mate, he hit just... some serious. He would have hit he would have hit eight bombs, if oh, not ten. It was unbelievable. But he, he felt confidence. What, what when score? I walked what out the there, Chuck, he, he felt the confidence, you know, like he knew that he had someone yeah. that was gonna dig in. You know, and just help. Sort of make people good players, big fella. They make others lift. Yeah. And I wore the tin. I, I wore the lid because I thought I didn't know, you know, I thought I'd better just wear the lid. The lid lasted one ball. You're on, TV, you're on TV, so you've got to protect yourself. And so I did. I, I thought they might give me a bit of curry early. <laughs> one ball, I said, I can't see these balls with this lid on. So I turfed it to behind the stumps. And the rest was history, Chuck. It was uh, just poetry we, in motion, uh, what mate. Did we, what did we end up on? 169, yeah, 169, mate. Um, you know, with the boys failing at the top of the order. I thought that was respectable. I thought, hang on, this is... What, what uh, are we talking Was this 20 overs, 30 overs? 20 anyway? overs. 20 overs. Yeah, you're in the game at 160 for sure. Yeah, and you know, knowing that we had a, a quality wicket keeper, um, yep. you know, like in Ludeman, <laughs> and knowing that we had a quality opening opening bowler in in Ronnie McDonald, you know, like I was I was thinking to myself, and I thought, well, I'm going to be good for a couple of couple of overs of offspin or something, and I knew there was a bit of talent with Lang. You know, who who had one of the best bowling actions I've ever seen, David Lang. He was uh, he was like a prancing tiger running in, uh, and we got what, off to it. We got off a, to not a bad start. Well, we got one early, and what about the first ball that got let go through to the wicketkeeper, Saka? I need to talk you through this one. <laughs> this was uh, he didn't wear pads, mate. He didn't wear pads, Saka. But the wicketkeeper just took, took the Mickey, did he? Yeah, it did not put the pads on, mate. I'm thinking, hang on, mate. You know, like. I want you to stop runs here. We need you. We need Saint a big game. St. Arnold keeper didn't, so I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll need to be as good as a St. Arnold keeper. 
until the first ball was let go. So Ark's a big outswinger from Andrew McDonald. No, it wasn't Andrew. I can't remember who it was. But, uh, no, it was Langy. Anyway, Langy. And I haven't actually kept too much in the last sort of 18 months, two years. And the ball hit me in the guts before it hit my gloves. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the third man. I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm standing pretty close. Manu must have thought you sent friggin' Mark Ludeman up there instead of Tim Ludeman. <laughs> no, no, Peter Ludeman up there. <laughs> it's, uh, I was standing pretty close because they said Lange wasn't overly sharp, and uh, it's fair to say I misjudged it. And it hit me straight in the guts and then hit the deck. Oh, yeah. And uh, Andrew McDonald was at midwicket crying with laughter, and the big fellow was at point covering about 10 metres. And he was laughing too. It wasn't a great start to the innings. Oh, actually, Ronnie bowled well. Like I was impressed with his spell. Like I only got a couple, but uh, he was sharp. He put him on the spot. He sent a couple. He ripped a couple in short. You know, like he just put the wind up a few. But there was a there was a big string bean. Uh, you know, he's a big six foot five kind of. Uh, what was his name? He he spent a bit of time with us too, Ludes on the on the. He night. got uh, he got player got player of the match. Bowled well and clearly, clearly left a big impression because neither of you can remember his name. Uh, I, no, <coughs> um, what do they call him Donger? What, I don't know. What was it? it was, yeah, I think his nickname was Donger or something. Donger or something. But anyway, he was a great fella. But he he was smacking them, and I'm sitting at point. a young fella. He's not a young fella. I'm sitting at point saga. And I'm thinking, well, Ronnie, you're getting smacked. Langy, you're getting smacked. A few of the other boys are getting smacked. I'm waiting for the call. You know, like. Yeah, you know, warm up, oh, big, fella. big fella. Yeah, you know, look, yep. what, what do you? They were asking me what do I want to bowl. I thought, oh, I may as well just bowl some offies. You know, like I'm not going to try and outdo myself here. So anyway, finally, after about ten overs, and old mates on seventy or eighty, smacking us around. What do you reckon happens, Chuck? First ball off spin. On comes the big fella with no jocks on, and he's bowling in swingers and out swingers with his left and right nurry. Uh, just swinging in the breeze, <laughs> delivers a little, little floating off spinner, and uh, I'm tipping the way this story's going that uh, you've probably knocked him over, mate. LB plum as you will ever see in your life, and he just shook his head. He couldn't believe it, and I give him a little send off, you know, because I thought at this stage <laughs> we were kind in the contest. I thought that was the wicket we needed. Okay, anyway, so one for one for none, right? Second, I think it's first ball, first ball, Ludie, I think, wicket, right? One for none off the over. Next ball goes for four. Next ball goes for four. Wicked again. Caught on the fence. So I'm two for eight. Couple of dot balls to finish. That was it. Never got bowled again, Saka. I've taken two for and smacked 30 something. And that was it. Who was captain in this outfit? Was this Langy? Uh, no, I don't think it was. I think it was, it was more, more Ludy and Ronnie, I think. Like, really? Yeah. I couldn't do well, any more. Yeah, like, do you think, no, big fella, that. The big names were thinking that you were starting to sort of have too much influence on the game, uh, so they tried to take you out of the action. Is that what happened? Well, Ronnie did steal, give me the match the ball. Show. He gave me the match ball walking off. He said, mate, this is your day today, big fella. Two for 38. You know, you, just, you, you got the honours, mate. You just you, you lead us off, big fella. And I, being the team man that I am, Chuck, I said, no, no. Everyone walks off together, boys. We all walk off together. And the end of the story is, is the end of the story. The three of you, we got stars, went up to Manu and got your heads kicked in by Sonata. Is that the end of the story? They made us. They they beat us with three overs to go, didn't they, Ludes? They did. They got about seven down. So it was a good. It was a pretty good game. But Sonata, credit to them. They're a good team. I have to make a special mention, big fella, to little Jimmy, 
little Jimmy come on. He's just a young fellow. Took a couple of wickets. He's and um, he was fielding down in front of the crowd at deep mid-off and took an absolute pearler of a catch in front of the very lubed-up crowd who were carrying on like pork chops, and he just made it look so easy under pressure. Mate, he, so he was he was magnificent little Jimmy. A young kid in the mould kind of, uh, of Greg Ritchie, fair to say, um, little Jimmy, and uh, he nice. he's going to be a kid to watch. Um, only a young yeah. kid. Went out and had a bat, mate. He was brilliant. And uh, you're talking about the crowd. Uh, Mulshi has said the Nissan Warrior could possibly make its way up there again next year and if we might put a sign in the back or something, and we might have a cash cash uh, bonus or something like that if someone hits the sign, Ludi. Well, we were discussing it on the way home, myself and Ronnie, and there's talk that we may enter our own team to take on Manu. Yeah, now, I don't want to yeah. go the early crow too early, but there's talk we might take a team down. They looked after us that well. Yeah, right, I will. Hopefully I'll make this cut, you know, like... Well, right, I'll count me in for next year. It sounds like they need a wicketkeeper, uh, the way that Ludeman <laughs> kept. So, and the good thing is, if it bounces off my guts, uh, they'll probably get six buys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love the service too, Chuck, don't worry. And can I just say, fantastic little community hub up there. They are brilliant, lovely people. I went and done the store Cup on the Sunday after... Uh, I was up there, and there would have been half a dozen to ten people that were at that shindig come and said hi, and uh, they had a great day and a great night, and they're just so hospitable. They were just wonderful people. So uh, had a, had an absolute ball. One of my highlights, though, Chuck, you'll like this. Uh, they gave us, like, a nice little uh, little hamper um, for our partners uh, to take back, which was fantastic. And then, and then, Chuck, they pulled out. We're sitting up at the front of the stage. And uh, they're, they're fairly lubricated, as Ludie said, at this stage. It was well into the night. And uh, they brought a big box. Like, and I'm talking a big box with uh, with uh, a whole lamb uh, in each box. Like, you know, for the three. I want a whole lamb. A whole, a whole lamb, a whole sheep. whole sheep, Ludie. A whole lamb. A whole, a whole, whole lamb. lamb. Right. For, like, and I'm talking like it was a big, you know, 25 kilo box. They plonked it on and said, here you go, boys. Here's one of these each, too. We appreciate you coming up and. All that kind of stuff, and I thought, oh, do I have the heart to tell them here? Uh, and uh, I, I had to, I just said, hey, listen, guys, I love your hospitality, and I've had an absolute ball, but uh, I'm actually a vegetarian. Like, <laughs> 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 and they looked at me, and they seriously, Looney, did they? They thought I was taking the piss. And going, I thought you were taking the piss as well. No, no, I said, I said, listen, I said, thank you very much, but I said, I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna eat it. I just, it's gonna go to waste. So anyway, they ended up auctioning it off. They got five hundred bucks for for it. That's how that's how good the meat was. But, taking it home, big fella, for Bolshe or for someone. Oh, no, no. Do you know what? I was more than happy that they got the four hundred back for it. To be honest, it was brilliant. But uh, they, a few of them said the Sunday after at the store cup, they said. Were you fair nicking when you said you're a vegetarian? Because we were trying to work it out afterwards. Like, because, geez, you're a pretty big vegetarian. Like... <laughs> and I say, I've, I've never seen a 120 kilo vegetarian, I must admit. Oh, so anyway, that was our Manu trip, Chuck. And, and big, mate, big, big, we sadly big missed fella, we better say We better say thanks to Big Herbie, the president there, too. Uh, Great He was a ripper Herbie. and looked after us well and put on a bloody good show. And Lovely guy. Him and David Lang. Langy, um, they, they did a lot of effort to uh, to get it up and going. So it's a, Lang- it's a yearly thing. So hopefully next year we can uh, we can get back and perform a little bit better. Langy, Langy's sounds a beauty, like, uh, absolute beauty. Sounds like I missed an absolute beauty, boys. I'm uh, I'm penciling it in already for next year. And uh, did Ronnie's Range Rover make it back to Geelong, <laughs> Lou, or did you have to tape it up again to get home? 
Oh, I'm not sure. I stayed up there with uh, with the in-laws, but um, I sent Ronnie packing. Um, I think it made it, but um, <laughs> I told could, him. He could be him. like... Uh, him. <laughs> and he's spoken to him since. He could be like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. His car might have taken off and just flown over over the bloody horizon. Surely there's a, there's a car sponsor in the Australian cricket team that can give him a good set of wheels or something. Like, it's hard, he's gonna pick your car. You, you've got to pick your cars when you're running because his head doesn't fit into too many. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely guy, though, isn't he? Just a funny bugger. Just, uh, he he's, yeah, no, he was a river. He was a beauty. But yeah, thank you, Norman. Who was the, who was the guy that um, emceed and that? Like he was, he was, uh, he was a machine. He was at the races on the Sunday too. He was a funny bugger. He, he just had comedic. He was Hodges, mate. That's right, Brad Hodges, mate. You'd have to know him. You'd have to know him. Uh, and didn't, he's he's a ripper. He's an absolute. Ripper. Well, there's another one for next year. Then get get Hodge and Hodge and Berry into the team with the and McDonald Fluderman. And, and I'll bring uh, a couple the from the Bull or something. You know, like we might bring. Uh, geez, I don't know, like a bloody a legend from down here in the cricket days or something, Ludie. Bernie Harris, get him involved. Bernie Harris, now we're talking. Now we're John talking. O'Brown. Oh, he's in Melbourne. John O'Brown up to nip a few. Actually, mate, mad left. Left armour was Jay Brown. Very, very he sharp. Was. He was. We um, need to get him back. Actually, on Terry Bex. I'll bring Bexy and Bernie Harris. Yep. Oh, I reckon we should get our, get our guest on because uh, he's going to be waiting. Oh, right. I've right. got to get his phone, right? And you boys just have a little bit of an aimless chat between each other. I'll just get his. Uh... Well, maybe, maybe we can ask this guest now that he's retired, Ludy, if he'd like to come along next year to. Uh, Actually, that Manu. is a very, very, very good call, Darren. We should get him involved. Oh, he would uh, terrorise a few, uh, a few up there on that pitch. Don't worry about that. What a next team. year with his little uh, slow, gentle. Mediums, and I believe, I don't know if you've got a big intro here, but uh, have we actually turned back the clock and gone back to our? There he is, <laughs> our very first guest. Is that what we're endeavouring to do? This is this, this is gentleman was our opening guest. This is what we're doing, mate. We're going back to swing it like sayers, mate. It's as uh, it's as good as we good as we can get at the moment for us boys. He'll, he'll be in bed, mate. He's just had a second. They've got their second baby. He'll be in bed by now. He'll, he'll answer, mate. He knows our number. He knows any number from the bull. He just answers. Hello. <laughs> the great man here. I've got a bit of music for you. The nostril <laughs> <laughs> the best intro going around for the best cricketer. South Australia's scene, make no mistake about it, they didn't win a Shield game, but who gives a stuff? <laughs> and they're falling, they're falling like nine pins over there at the moment, Chatty. You started the rot, big fella. You retired, they're all following suit, mate. I'll get in the, the, uh, the bump, mate. How are you? I'm great, boys. How are we going over there? Mate, we, we're going good, actually. We're only, uh, and I just said to Ludie and Chuck off air, we're only uh, two weeks Two weeks to the day from the May Racing Carnival, which is going to be massive. And I think it's about time you blokes uh, had a little reunion. It's not going to happen this year, obviously, but I reckon next year you boys want to just pencil something in. Yeah, we've got to plan it uh, well out now, Stewie, with uh, young families, me and Ludie. Uh, not sure we're going to get the reins we used to get. 
I'll tell you what, uh, not sure you're going to be Big like what you used to, used to be, you blokes, either. Those gold you passes I, at the Whalers. You and I will drag them. We'll drag them. You and I can drag them out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can get them sorted next year, I reckon. Put it in the calendar. Lock it in. I'll get you looked after for hospitality, boys. Make no mistake about it. Uh, you come over here, you'll be the kings. You can get the, the keys of the city for the week if you want. And uh, and yeah, just have a have an absolute ball. But Chad, congratulations, mate, on a wonderful career. Uh, you know, we're taking the piss there earlier, but uh, seriously, what a great uh, career it has been, mate, at the top level. Yeah, thanks, Drew. Um, yeah, obviously pretty proud of what I've achieved over the last ten years, and uh, probably thanks to one of the co-hosts you have on on the show who um, got me a gig in South Australian cricket. Um, so I'm bloody proud of what I've achieved and uh, from someone who was too too small and too slow um, to play for Australia, yeah, I'm really proud. Yeah, big fella, when I arrived in Adelaide, when I got the job, I went to the, what there over in Melbourne, it's called the Ryder Medal over there, the Bradman Medal for the best player in the competition. And there was this little bloke with really, really small hands Blonde tips in his hair. Oh, like no. just a serious, <laughs> serious bogan, right? Absolutely. Did he have the white croc skin, snake skin kind of shoes? I actually think he might have. I think he might have had the white croc skins on. Well, little blonde tips. He comes up and he shakes me hand. It was like just you know, shaking hands with a baby. And uh, he looks at me and goes, I couldn't understand. I mean, it's hard to understand at the best of times. But when he's had a few beers, Ludie, it's really hard to understand, but it was something like, are you going to give me with guns from South Australia or what? And I said, what did you say, mate? And I, did, I got an interpreter over. I got an interpreter and said, mate, what's this bloke saying? And they said that this name is Chad Sayers and he takes wickets for fun. And I said, oh, really? Well, nice to meet you, Chad. And he asked the question again. <laughs> and the interpreter, the interpreter said, "He's asking you, will you give him a game for South Australia?" <laughs> so I, didn't, I didn't know who he was, but you know, first impressions are pretty good. And I'm the new coach, and I thought, well, this kid looks like he's you know up and about. So I went and watched him play great cricket, and uh, and they were right. All the critics when I arrived said he was too small, that he wasn't fast enough and he couldn't get anybody out. And the day I went and watched him in grade cricket, that's exactly what I saw, basically. Uh, too small, too slow, couldn't get anybody out. And I thought, this bloke's shit out. There's no chance for this bloke. Uh, he bowled about 23 overs the day I watched him, and I reckon he went for about 14 runs. And, uh, yeah, without making too much of it, I, I believed in him. And all I did was give him the opportunity, and then he ran with it. Him and Ludy oh, become awesome. great mates, and we're all great mates now. And I suppose, big fella, and I'll shut up now and let you guys talk, uh, to see him in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago on his last game, I just think, wow, where did those 10 years go? You know, it, was, it feels like three years ago we all come together in Adelaide and that little bogan with blonde tips was saying, give me a game. He's since taken 280 shield wickets. He's third on the all-time list for South Australia. It's amazing. Played a test match for Australia that no one can ever take off him. And all shit aside, he'll go down as one of the greatest cricketers to ever play for the Redbacks. And mate, so so third on the wicket uh, table. So who's in? Who's ahead of him? Uh, two spinners. So Chad Chad will tell you that he is the leading fast bowler, 
and we, we can have a laugh about that, leading <laughs> slow medium bowler. <laughs> Uh, but ahead of him, I think uh, Clary Grimmett, who took about eight million wickets back in the day, and uh, who's second? Another spinner's second. Ashley Mallet, I think. Ashley, Ashley Mallet, one yeah. of those, and then and then Chad Close. Sayers in third that's, place. That's amazing. <coughs> that, that is an amazing stat, isn't it? That, that is, yeah, you know, like and yeah, that's just uh, something to be pretty proud of, big fella. Ludy, you know, Chuck just touched on it then, mate. Like, you, you guys are very close, and, and, and I saw that with, uh, you know, your numerous trips over here to the carnival, and uh, you had a really good, tight kind of knit group then, didn't you, back in the in Chuck's days? And, and to be honest, and this is not being smart, but you you were just about on the cusp when, you know, things kind of suppose turned to shit, wasn't it, Sarka? I'll let the boys comment on that because it, yeah, it's a bit of a frustration for me that you know unfinished business. We had some fun. We did. We were, We well, actually, we won a one-day title in the T20 title without these two muppets in the team. So maybe that was the problem. <laughs> um, you know, I stuck with them two in the shield side. And we won some all. No, I think uh, we we had a lot of fun and we did have a close knit group. And it, it is a bit sad. Like you know, we can take the piss, but I look now and I think, wow, you know, say Ludeman's gone. Sayers has gone. I've just read today Tom Cooper's been given the lemonade and sars. Pretty good player. Another warnable legend. Tommy Cooper out. Very big head. Uh, <laughs> Callum Ferguson, I believe, is out. So it's sort of a real changing of the guard. And, you know, we can't hide behind the, the facts that South Australia had a shocker. You know, they didn't win a Shield game this year. They never won a one-day game. Only the second team ever in the history of the comp to not win a game for the year. That's unbelievable. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not being critical of that. I, I mean, it's bloody disappointing, but I think it's going to take a while now because Sayers, Ferguson, Cooper, you know, pretty good, experienced crew are gone. Mm. Chatty, your thoughts? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, obviously, the, the changes are going to be a lot different. Um, the dynamics are going to be a lot different next season. So um, they're going to have to find a few players to... Either breed from uh, grade cricket or, or go over and recruit from from elsewhere. But as you know, recruiting's hard, and you're probably only going to get the second tier players that are going to come over here because the first tier players are happy and um, probably getting paid paid enough to stay. So, um, but as you said before, <laughs> we had a good, strong group when uh, Chuck was coach and built some great friendships and. Unfortunately, they they were taken away from us. But um, yeah, those uh, stories to be told. But um, yeah, it's going to be definitely different around the South Australian changes in the next few years. That's for sure. Ludi, Chatty, how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel a couple of weeks now? I mean, obviously, I come to have a quiet beer with you in the night that you were tired and you were a bit emotional, but you were a little bit relieved. Has it hit you now? Two weeks later. You know, Ludi and I have been through it. Has it hit you now that, wow, you know, I won't be doing pre-season and I won't be pulling on the red cap again? Has the reality hit you yet? Oh, probably not, Chuck. It's still pretty raw, to be honest. Um, it's probably like any off-season. I just, just started having a few weeks off and a few yeah. weeks to rest. So it just feels like off-season, really. Um, but I'm sure in the next few weeks, I'll probably have to start looking at what I'm going to do next and, Looking at getting a job and getting back in the real world, and that's when it's probably going to hit me that I won't be playing cricket anymore. And I guess the lifestyle and the freedom that you get with that um, is going to be gone. So, as you said, it was an emotional couple of weeks, and 
it was great to be able to um, spend my last week of cricket and have a beer with with the great Chuck Berry and um, and a few close mates over there as well. Awesome, Ludes. Yeah, it's um, it's a sad time. Obviously, Chatty's a good friend of mine, and um, you know it was awesome playing with him and. We spoke about it when we first started this show. I think Chuck mentioned it a few times. Don't be afraid to tell your mates you love them. Chatty, I love you. Um, mm. You know, great career. Glad to have played a small part in it. But um, the big question that I want to ask is now, you know, throughout our journey, you always talked up your footy game. Are you going to pull the boots back on again or is your body completely mm. stuffed? Mm, good are we, are we talking yeah. footy or cricket here, mate? Well, what are we talking? Footy, footy. He, he used to talk his footy game up massively. This Better is football exciting. Cricketer, no doubt about it. Yeah. Gee whiz, I've who are we had, playing um, for, Chadwick? I've already had Jeff Parker on the phone to me. I think you can get Category B rookie for <laughs> AFL if you play another sport. So I think mean, they were talking about me just slotting into a halfback flank. And I think hey, Hamish Hartlett's probably done, so I might just slot in. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking about having a kick of the footy though, seriously? Uh, I'd love to. I've probably got to sort my, my Brett Lee out first and then um, see where we go from there. Well, what's your Brett Lee? Oh, you come me, on, big fella. Oh, oh, you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I've oh, never heard of that. <laughs> How bad is it, Chatty? Obviously, we heard a little bit about it, but um, was that part of your decision in retirement? How how bad is your knee? Yeah, I had a fair bit to do with it, Ludie. Um, the knee's not much cartilage left in it, and um, yeah, it's starting to creep into everyday life, which I, I said in my press conference. Um, so when that starts to happen, I'm obviously too young. Young kids now that I want to be able to run after and run around and play around with them. So um, when it starts creeping in everyday life, it's it's not great. So I'm sure I'll um, probably be seeing the surgeon in a couple of weeks and probably going to the knife again and, and get it all fixed up. Hey, boys, we should also, whilst we're congratulating uh, our friend on his career, we should also congratulate him too because a recent addition, since we've spoken to him, he, there's a little boy in the world now... Uh, over there in Adelaide, Bo Chuck Sayers. Bo Chuck Sayers. Bullshit. That's a fact. Bullshit. Chad, if that's a fact, I'm hanging up on you right now. That is, tell me that's not so true. 100% a liar. <laughs> Good boy. His name is, his name is you Bo. You have a baby. Yeah, oh, you have had a baby. baby. And, it, and his name is Bo, but I'm not sure I could name it after you, Chuckson. Oh, I love it. Oh, I, I just, by the way, you haven't rung me yet. Did that little uh, little gift I sent over to you arrive yet or not? <laughs> yeah, it did actually. Thank you very much. Oh, that's all right. I just want to make sure, you know, Australia Post is a little bit uh, slow these days. Come on, mate. What and, uh, was the gift? Just a little teddy bear. Just a little, looked a bit a little, like Chad. Just little, sent a little teddy yep. bear for the little fella. Oh, for me, wasn't it? Or for both? That was for you, that one for you. Oh, yeah, one that, yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you, what do you do work wise? What do you do for crust, Chatty? Like what are you gonna do now, mate? Bowls out. Oh, really, uh, <laughs> that's what I used to do. Um yeah, as I said, it's pretty raw. Um Seth's old man works uh oh, runs a um party hiring company which I worked for for a couple of years, um, when I didn't have a contract, so 
I'm sure I'll venture into there to kill some time at the moment. Um, we've got another couple of things in the pipelines which um, aren't in cement yet, but um, yeah, I'm just looking at obviously having a couple of couple of months off at the moment and just being around my family, which I don't really get to do when you're playing cricket and you're away for a while. So um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to that. Sucks. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, Chatty, uh, without being too personal about it, because I thought about this a lot when you retired, actually, that, you know, it's a mutual admiration society on here at the moment, but you didn't, maybe because of me, you didn't play a lot of T20 cricket, in fact, none. You didn't play a lot of one-day cricket. This is a serious question, not a piss take. So it didn't open up those opportunities that, you know, some people are getting uh, to go and play overseas in these T20 comps and make a truckload of money. Now, I know it's not all about the money because you're very proud of what you've achieved, but a lot of cricketers these days, my point is, can retire and probably sit back for three or four years on the money that they've earned. But I'm hesitating, I guess, to say that that's not you. You know, you wouldn't have made a lot of money out of cricket. You would have enjoyed it while you were there and earned a salary, but... You haven't put the millions away and moved up to the Mitcham Hills like Travis here. Well, you never know, Chuck. <laughs> Earn enough. Um, but, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Old, um, you probably killed my 2020 game, so that, that's out the window. But um, nah, the blokes who are uh, fortunate enough to have excelled in the 2020 game can, as you said, go around um, when they retire from first-class cricket and and still play around the world and, and earn a lot of money. So, um, yeah, I guess I wish I, I was fortunate enough to be that kind of player. Um, I was probably an old-fashioned player and was just suited to the the longer format. Um, but oh, I think I um, did well enough with with my cash and was smart enough to to have um, done pretty well out of the game. That's I'm glad awesome. to hear that. That's good. That is awesome. Back mate. to you, boys. Ludes, over to you, bud. No, I was, I was just sitting there thinking, you know, there's statues of Boof and Dizzy around the place. Do you reckon there's a Saka. chance of a statue of Sayers or not? <clears throat> well, I did hear one of the grandstands may be named after me. <laughs> I'm not sure the, riv- the Riverbank stand gets a great ring. It might be the Soggy Sayers stand or something like that. Swing it, swing it like Sayers stand. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, never know, we might get the Whalers dance floor named after you or something, mate, because you're coming off there. You're coming A couple of BOGs in there. There's a better chance of the smelly old toilets under the Gallywood bar at the pool to be called the Soggy Sayers Dunnies. That's more likely to be the reality than a stand at the Adelaide Oval. You can't have a stand named after a little gentle right arm media pacer with no hands. I mean, come on. Oh, I might get like a, a seat like at the SCG with me just sitting there and pointing or something like that. <laughs> just, what, what kind of job can you go into with small hands, mate? Like, what, what are we thinking? Mate? Like, is typewriting, do you cramp up easy or what happens? Like, those, those little mitts. Pringle testers can get the bottom of the Pringle can. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can fit in there, that's it. And you can get the last tennis ball out too, that's good. <laughs> ball boy, you reckon, sure. <laughs> ball boy, Chad, have, oh. have you got any interest in coaching? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, obviously love the game and love thinking about and talking about the game. So, um, yeah, I'd love to stay involved in some capacity at some stage. Um, I probably still want to play for another 
another year or two in, in grey cricket in SA, whether or not that means coaching as well. Um, might have had a couple of propositions already for that. Um, but as I say, I'm not sure if I want to jump straight into it while I'm playing. And um, yeah, I'll enjoy playing at Glenelg because I'd probably rather stay there and finish finish my playing career there. Love it. Mate. What about the media, Chad? I mean, you've had a bit of a foray uh, into the radio world and... Um, you know, some of the stations do have interpreters that they can get on there with you to let the listeners know what you're talking about. Uh, has is there any opportunities there for you know interpreting radio type of stuff? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was watching the Shield final and fucking fell asleep a couple of times with the commentators. Don't have to be that good to get a kick there. Now, actually, you know what? I want to get to this. We we may as well get to it now. Well, Chad's mate, this is uh, this is big news. Sucks. Uh, where, where did this come from, mate? Uh, you called the Sheffield Shield fight and getting great reviews, might I add, uh, on the social media. It lit up uh, after day one, having the great Chuck Sarker in there, mate. Where did it all come from, buddy? That was fantastic. Been paying a lot of money to people to put that stuff on social media for me. Um, as we said earlier, you know, one door closes, normally for me, another one closes, and then another one closes. And, uh, no, I just got lucky that they were looking... Because, I mean, Queensland, New South Wales, and they had Alan Border, Darren Leem, and Andrew Simons, um, you know, a couple of passionate Queenslanders, and Buff's now an adopted Queenslander. So I think they were looking for somebody down south to, to go up there, and they tried a lot of the New South Wales crew, Brad Haddon, and a lot of them, and they were away in the IPL. And the last roll of the dice, they called Sarka and invited me up. Really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the game, um, you know, caught up, caught up with Nath, obviously, whilst I was up there. So that was a good opportunity. Thanks a lot, big fella, for the uh, mention. And who knows where, you know, where that may go. Hopefully next summer there might be a few more opportunities and might be alongside Chatty somewhere. Oh, that's tell you what, I'll tell you what, Stewie. He takes Nathan Lyon out for dinner and, and has selfies with him and puts them all over social media. Yeah, I didn't see you, Chad. I, 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 I go over to Melbourne. Organises dinner with me and then pulls it in half an hour before we're supposed to meet. <laughs> what? You didn't go with him? <laughs> what? What's, What's happened to Saka? You've got to pick your <laughs> no. targets and realise, like Sayers finished, he going nowhere. Lions? Lions? probably led us into another... Another little piss take story that I'll give you. Well, and you've, I given did, him, you've given him the burn, I though, mate. I gave him the lemonade. <laughs> I wasn't feeling too flash this day, gents. And uh, <laughs> we kept, So I caught up with Chad. They kindly invited me in. Jason Gillespie, the coach, actually rang me and said, come into Chad's last game. That was a lovely gesture. So we did all that. And I was going to have a meal with Chad one of the nights. And I went to watch St Kilda versus Essendon. Uh, and I'm a passionate St Kilda supporter. But honest, I was feeling ordinary. And I text Chatty. I said, mate, I know this is your house. You know, I'm not feeling great. And Chatty, no worries, mate. Uh, that's fine. I actually felt that bad. And I think St Kilda's performance against Essendon, and Big Fella, <laughs> uh, I don't even know whether Chatty mm. knows the end of this story, didn't probably enhance my mood and my... <clears throat> so I thought, this is shit, I'm going home. Three-quarter time, St Kilda getting belted by Essendon. I'm, I'm got the shits. And I'm burning Chad. Oh, mate, but this, this, this is, is what's happened. This so you, is what happens you burnt when you burn him because, friends. Well, this is, you burnt him because your Saints were going shit at the footy. So you've gone... That's, that's, that's right. That's oh. exactly right. That's the truth. That's <laughs> the truth. 
right? Don't worry about my bullshit about I was feeling ordinary. Uh, I've driven out of the Marvel Stadium car park at three-quarter time to beat the traffic, uh, heading for home, burnt chatty at the stake, and I... I've come out the car park, and you know, as you or you swing out, there's these big yellow concrete pillar bollards on either side of the exit. I've sort of, a, I am feeling a bit rough and pissed off with the Saints. I've cut the corner and the back tire on Sarka's little uh, uh, Lamborghini or whatever. Yeah, hey, <laughs> the back tire, the back tire's gone up on the sort of on the right hand gutter. And it's thrown me off on the left side, smashed all the front end of my car <laughs> at Marvel Stadium. There's a bloke coming in while I'm going out. He's pissing himself laughing. I've got out the car, and a bit like the Andrew McDonald story, the front fender's swinging in the breeze. So I've kicked the shit out of that and pushed it back in so I could drive off. So I've gone and I've burnt Chad. My footy team were dog shit. And I've smashed my car, and I've just had it quoted now. Six large that's going to cost oh, me to get it back. You're joking. Jesus. So the message here is don't burn your friends. I would have stayed at the footy the whole game, not smashed exactly. my car, had dinner with Chad, and would have saved 6000 So what the karma bus hit me right on the arse. Trying to get out of there quick, and you were angry, and just not taking <laughs> things well, mate. You know, like, Correct. it's aggressiveness, Correct. isn't it? It's... it's Unbelievable. It. There's some, some behaviour here that's kind of, uh, you know, it's common from you, Sarks. Like, you know, even after the morning thing getting rolled that day you played and you got yep. relegated and you had the, the cramps yep. in both legs and you had a pull, pull over on the Pulled over. <laughs> Still rolling in, in the yeah. You just, mate, honestly, I can't believe okay. some of this stuff. Get back on Chatty's career now, please. No, I want to get into the the fact that Chad, like, like Ludi, did you get invited to this, um, you know, catch up? Well, because you would have, you know, been over backwards, or was this the the same weekend we're up at Manu turning it on? <laughs> no, no, I got burnt as well, obviously. But um, no, I was in Adelaide to work when uh, Chatty's last game was on. Unfortunately, otherwise I would have been down there. Now, Chad, we went to Manu, mate, and uh, had a fantastic weekend. Sonata had flogged us in the end. They beat us by about three overs, three wickets. Uh, and we're talking about taking a team there next year, like a, a full-blown assault um, to uh, to take. It might, it might be a round robin. There might be a couple of games on. Are you in or what? Can we count you in? Where is Graham? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, near the Graham. Yeah, I'm did you? I've got no idea what that's gone straight over me again. What's happened? <laughs> oh, Graham Manu. Graham Manu. Weeks ago. Yes, Graham. Yes. I'm all over it, mate. Just make sure you yeah, eat in. before you get there. Right, you're in. Okay, you are in. What are we calling it? Sarka's 11 or Ludie's 11? Swing it like Sayers. Swing it like Sayers. Or Ronnie's. Ronnie's 11, mate. Ludeman 4, Ronnie 7. Uh... Big fella, 36, man of the match. 36 and two for mate from one over. I cannot do any more, Chad, than that. Not bad. Than that's, what I did. that's pretty good for me, Stewie. I'll see you back. 44, 44 years old, mate, and uh, no jocks, wore the box on the outside of the shorts, <laughs> and uh, and still got the job done for the Manu Hub. Uh, yeah, you talk about statues. If I, I'll be pretty disappointed if I don't rock up there next year and there's a statue of me eating a Caramello Koala. 
and a Coke can. <laughs> Dusty Coke. <laughs> Dusty I'm not sure there's enough bronze in the I'm not sure there's enough bronze in the country. country to, now uh, listen, the they're talking about the that, you blokes. You've been into the weight, okay? And that's fair call. I'm, I'm tipping them. Well, I've had a bet. I've had a bet with Johnny Allen and Yendel and Dean Holland, a few of the jockeys. That, that I've got to be under 100 by Christmas, right? So in December. So I finally now, I finally I finally got on the scales at the at the last meeting and I'm gonna give yes. you all a little opportunity here. Nearest to the pin wins a free pizza. Uh, all thanks to T and C uh go with the weight. Nearest the pin. What do you think I'm tipping them at? Ludy, you've seen him recently, so you're gonna have the best you give us a guide. Because uh, Chatty and I haven't go. seen him live for a while. I'll go 117. 117 from <clears throat> Ludeman. Chuck. 112 for Sayers. Oh, 112 for Sayers. Gee whiz. This is... Oh, I must be I, good. I was going to be kind, uh, and I was actually going to say 111. So 111, oh, no worries, 112, Chuck. and 117. So then I take Sayers out of it. Uh, are yep. we all 30 kilos light? So remember, I've got to get below 100 uh, by December by Jericho Cup. So, Ludi, Ludi, you, you are nearest the pin. One, two, four. <laughs> Here we 124 kilos. 124, I nearly fell over. And what, about your right leg? Out. What, about, what about your right leg? Is that your left leg? What about your right leg, Stewie? Well, I think I'd carry it pretty well because I was shocked. Like the Toledo scales. I thought, I thought we were guessing what you were going to get to, Stewie. <laughs> Mate, so I've got 24, and you boys can enjoy this journey with me. 24 kegs to get off by Jericho Cup, which is the first Sunday in December. Right, we'll keep an update over the next couple of months. Get on. You'll get there easy. What odds, Chad? What odds? You're a punting man. 17 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've got to lose 24, so I'm giving the, I'm giving the listeners 24 to 1. <laughs> I'm on. I want on. Okay? Yeah, I want on too. I want on. I'm getting on. Okay, I am getting on. Me and Ludeman want 50 each at those odds, you blokes, all right? You're going to accept yep, the bets yep. here? Well, yeah. Lock it, lock it in. There's no send way me, you're losing 24. 24, that's like, that's, what's that, 20, 20%? Am I going to lose 20% of my weight? I can do it. I, I am going to. If you're getting close, if you're getting close, Chatty and I are going to come to Warnable. And we're just going <laughs> to suck piss and drink pizzas with you for a week. <laughs> I want you to do that anyway, well, yeah. you blokes. <laughs> That'd be a great trip. <laughs> uh, we've got to get you over here, Chad, that is for sure. And I'm serious. Next year, May Races, you boys, Fergie, uh, who else used to come over here? Hetty, um, come on. Gary Putland. Putland, who used to come over. Um, Tupac. Kelly. Yes. Keep, Joe Many made a Joe uh, Many was here. Yeah, he was he was a uh, regular big Joey. We're going to get you over here <laughs> for a reunion next year, boys. It'll be fantastic. Hey, uh, anything Sam else? Raphael. Anything else before we go, boys? Uh, no, I think I'm done. Smashed me car, burnt me mate. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got too much more to offer, but I just want to say this on a serious note. Congratulations to our little man who we take the piss out of. 
a mighty fine career. Ludy and I are very proud to play a small part in it, and we wish Chatty and Steph and Darcy and Bo Chuck Sayers, we wish them all the best. <laughs> uh, well said, mate. Well said. Uh, you're an absolute champion, Chad. Uh, great fella off the field uh, and, and no doubt a champion on it, mate. So uh, congratulations. And uh, Bolshi, I had tea with him earlier tonight and he said, uh, just tell uh, Chad I'm going to send one of these his way. <laughs> the Nissan Warrior, big fella. He said, don't okay, worry about Chuck. <laughs> tell him to send two since I've been on the show twice now. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, Might as well double it up. He's happy to send one your way, mate, but he said, I'm not sending one there to Mornington because uh, he'll crash it. Simple as <laughs> yeah, that. He'll crash it. He will crash it. So it's a he crashes it out here, it drives itself. Uh, I hope you've got Dire Straits ready, uh, Stewie, on the music button. If not, you, like? you better get... Do- what, who, we need a little bit of salt in the swing just to take us out. Oh, there we're talking. There a little bit of Chatty Sayers, the Sultan of Swing. Oh, here we go. Here we go for the great man. Good on you, boys. <laughs> great to talk to you, Chatty. We love you, big fella. Ludy, nah, love thanks, you boys. too. And uh, always great to talk. I love you, Chuck. you just got some of the best stories going around. And here is, <laughs> here is a little bit of your favourite. Thanks, Chatty. Shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park But meantime Sound of the river, you're stopping, you hold everything A band is blowing Dixie, double fall time You feel alright when you hear the music ring But you don't see too many faces Coming in out of the rain They hear the jazz go down Competition in other places But the horns, they blow in that sound Way on down south Guitar George, he knows all the chords. Mighty strictly rhythm, he doesn't wanna make it cry or sing. If then an old guitar is all he can't afford. When he gets up under the lights to play his thing. 